Hello, and as always, a very warm welcome to this perhaps a bit strange episode of The Change and Evolve Letter, because it is about death, endings, and perspective. It has been a very strange 24 hours, to say the least, and I am I'm somewhat in a daze. I have never been close to my father. It was just not possible. When my mother died in 2016, I hoped I could finally establish some kind of relationship with my father. And my sister and I, we actually did everything to make that happen. Yet, it was, it was not meant to be, which is sad. But sometimes families are not biological or even close. I will, I will spare you the details just this much. My father simply did not have any interest in his children or grandchildren, even if they all wanted to be there for him in one way or the other. A relationship at the end of the day should always go two ways, at least at some point. What made the past 24 hours so disturbing is that I found out more or less by coincidence that my father had passed away mid-December. Despite the estrangement we had for years, it came as a shock, especially as the nursing home did not even know he had children or any family. And it took me several phone calls to find out the exact date and that the funeral had already taken place. I thought I had made my peace with him years ago, and if I'm brutally honest, as long as he was alive, that door to, well, call it some form of reconciliation was still open, even if only very slightly. But that door is now closed forever. My father was a hard and bitter man who made it unmistakably clear to everyone he had contact with that he had no family whatsoever. And I suppose that is what can happen when you don't take part in each other's lives. Families can be a very strange construct. It is not death that man should fear, but he should fear never beginning to live. Marcus Aurelius. When your grandparents die, it's sad and you acknowledge it. When your parents are gone, well, you know that you're probably next in line. It is the circle of life. And of course, with this comes the awareness of your own mortality. I've written it before that there are more years behind me than ahead of me. And that does something to you because your perspective changes. Important things start to lose their, or once important things, lose their significance and other things become priorities. My own family may be small, but it's very significant. And there is nothing more important to me. And I pray that my children would never, will never be estranged from me and that my relationship with my sisters stays as strong as it is. I most certainly do all I can. 
my father made very clear arrangements and was lucid until the very end, a fact that makes me very happy. He was an unbelievably intelligent and analytical man who was unfortunately emotionally stunted. And he chose to die alone. And this was a very deliberate decision. His passing moved me more than I thought possible or even expected. He was 88 years old. And I wish I could say that he led a full and happy life. He didn't. But I'm glad that he could go on his own terms, which he made unmistakably clear. And I do hope he could go in peace and without any bitterness in the end. I'm not even quite sure why I'm writing and sharing this. And perhaps it is a last tribute to a father I never had, wishing it had be different. The life of the dead is placed in the memory of the living, Marcus Tullius Cicero. Well, the song I chose for you this, this, for this special episode is a song by an artist called Lena, and it's called If I Wasn't Your Daughter, which is very fitting, as it was always to the outside. Everything was perfect and looked good, and it was very different on the inside. And of course, this song has been added to the Spotify playlist. You know the drill, like it, share it, or just listen to some good music. And the poem I chose for you is by the American writer and poet Linda Ellis. And I, strangely enough, very recently shared this poem with a friend. And it's called The Dash, and perhaps you know it. I read of a man who stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on the tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noted that first came the date of birth and spoke the following date with tears. But he said what mattered most of all was the dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time that they spent alive on earth. And now only those who loved them know what that little line is worth. For it matters not how much we own, the cars, the house, the cash. What matters is how we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think about this long and hard. Are there things you'd like to change? For you never know how much time is left that can still be rearranged. If we could just slow down enough to consider what's true and real and always try to understand the way other people feel and be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. If we treat each other with respect and more often wear a smile, remembering this special dash might only last a little while.
So when your eulogy is being read with your life's actions to rehash, would you be proud of the things they say about how you spend your dash? And as an impression, this is a photo I took a couple of nights ago, which I think has turned out beautiful and which somehow felt right and seems very fitting. Personally, I do want my dash to mean something and to be proud of it at the end. Let me know how you feel in the comments or send me a message. You know that I do love hearing from you. And I wish you a beautiful day wherever you are. Yours, Tanya.